0: Welcome to Creature Crunch, the podcast where we take a creature, uh, charge you three grand just to find it, another ten to kill it, but only if you provide the bigger boat. My name is Matt.
1: And I'm a malfunctioning robot shark.
0: And uh, this week, um, today, as of the official release of this episode, uh, you can see Jaws in IMAX. Yeah,
1: you could see... An even bigger shark. <laughs> on an even bigger screen. On a big,
0: on a big old screen. Um, so, what are you doing listening to this? Go watch that. Yeah. And then listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Or on the way back, on the way home, listen to this. Download
1: it and then listen yeah. to it. I mean, as long as you download it, that's the yeah, important part. Yeah,
0: I don't part. care. But <laughs> just download it. Download it twice.
1: Download it twice, just for... Just for kicks. Yeah. <laughs> for kicks.
0: <laughs> so, Chris... Um, this was your movie.
1: Yeah, this was technically my movie. Um,
0: I got to sit back and just watch
1: a movie. Yeah, you got to watch a real good movie this I week.
0: I did, and, and it was great too. Because, like, okay, so I haven't seen this movie in a long time, uh-huh. and I've only seen it a handful of times, right? Uh, and especially considering all of the movies we have watched, um, I've been I've gotten pretty jaded, I yeah. would say, and it, because of the the cultural impact that this movie has, and the just the, the everything about it it's like it's it's hard to think of this movie as the actual good movie it is right and when i turned it on i was just like this movie's two goddamn hours long like uh.
1: i saw your notes about that and i was like
0: uh, it goes pretty quick yeah and that's the cool <laughs> thing like by the end of it i was just like damn like yeah okay cool
1: like, no it's, it's it's not a slog no it's, it's a good movie it's a
0: legitimately good movie
1: <laughs> i mean there's a reason like it was Like, the summer blockbuster. It, like, established that formula. That, like, you release a huge tentpole movie in the summer and, like, base all your stuff around that. I mean, it almost wasn't for a lot of different reasons. Um, This was not Steven Spielberg's first movie, but Closer to is the one that kind of codified him as, like, the huge blockbuster director. Sure. Like without this, we wouldn't have had any of his other stuff. We wouldn't have Close Encounters, ET, stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Based off of the 1974 novel by Peter Benchley.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who's a
1: who's a guy who's going to be making a reappearance at some point?
0: Oh yeah. That I oh god that's going to be a anyway go on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Later. Yeah yeah.
1: Um. Both. Uh. Both Benchley and Spielberg have kind of denounced a lot of the stuff in the movie just because of the anti-shark hysteria that it has followed in its wake. Right, right. Uh, the novel itself is about... Or not about, but it kind of fictionalizes uh, a series of shark attacks in 1916. Um, but it's now thought that those attacks were not the same shark. It was a series of isolated incidents. Sure. So, Which even, makes a lot more sense. Which makes a lot more sense, yeah. Um, so even like the incident that inspired the book is falsified like a lot of the shark science in the movie has been thoroughly debunked since then um but like just the fact that the there are species of shark that have been nearly hunted to extinction because of the fallout from this movie
0: right right and yeah um, it's kind of like the uh the the fallout of of some other movies like Hundred one Dalmatians. where yeah. Dalmatian. There was a huge surge in that, and yeah, yeah. Now there's just and, and you know stray Dalmatians everywhere because right, of it. Right. Only
1: this is the al- almost near extinction of a, an entire species. Several species. Several yeah. species. Yeah. And uh, as a result, both Spielberg and Benchley have become uh, like sea conservationalists. Sure. In their in their twilight years. Well, that's good. Um. Benchley, like, denounced Jaws' both the movie, and the book in his book, Creature. So, they appreciate the movie for what it is, and for the fact that it, you know, made them quite a bit of money, but they really kind of step away from the violence or sharks that it's provided and really want right. to kind of try and turn away from that. right yeah it's it's one of those
0: where like this is a really good movie but it, it's a fantastic it. <laughs> it's a fantastic
1: movie it's just you know people can't keep their shit together so yeah
0: yeah it, it's it's an unfortunate side effect of the good
1: movie right yeah it's you know it spawned three sequels uh, one of them in 3D <laughs> that is basically a big uh, World advertisement yeah Um, and is also, the, the novelization of the fourth movie is kind of strange. Okay. (laughs) Because it implies that there is a supernatural element as to why the shark keeps going after the Brody family.
0: (laughs) That sounds awesome.
1: (laughs) And, uh, it, like, it implies that a voodoo curse has been placed upon the family and that is why the shark keeps going after them. I this is only incredible. This is only in, improved to the movies. I don't know what you're oh, talking about. It doesn't show up in the movies. Well, I know, but it's like, just in, the, in novelization the novelization of the fourth that's, movie. That's incredible. It's insane. That it's is insane. awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, there's been video games based off of it, um, and most notably, there was the Universal Studios theme park ride, right? The uh, Jaws experience, which is was a super cool ride. But also, like, completely poisoned the water around the area. Yay! (laughs) And then was later exploded uh, to make more room for Harry Potter.
2: Because
0: I needed more
1: reason to hate that fucker.
0: Uh. (laughs) Yeah, let it it be known, Creature Crunch's official stance is fuck Harry Potter. Yeah.
1: And um, I guess there is a musical coming out. About the making of the movie. Yes. Okay. I knew, that, I knew about
0: that. Yeah. I knew about that.
1: And I am, uh, I, I really want to see that when it comes out. Absolutely. I'd love to see that. Absolutely. But yeah, we got uh, three stars in this movie uh, Roy Schneider, Richard Dreyfus, and Robert Shaw. And I guess um, there was a lot of contention around Mr. Robert Shaw in this movie. I guess he was fine as long as he didn't drink. Uh-oh. Like w- when he didn't drink he was like a perfect gentleman on set. Sure. But as soon as he had one drink in him he turned into a right bastard. Oh. And was like super competitive and contentious. Oh, okay. Um yeah. Like the the most notorious uh story was I guess at one point uh Dreyfus or like Dreyfus and Shaw were on set and after Shaw had had a drink he kept trying to bet dreyfus that he wouldn't climb up the bow of or like the mast of the ship and jump off and he kept offering him more and more money to do it oh jeez! and then um spielberg came was like no you're you're not gonna do this out here in the open ocean on my movie you're not gonna kill yourself yeah jumping off a ship for this asshole's money yeah and um yeah it so there was that going on um The shark kept breaking. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There was three mechanical Bruce sharks. Uh, The first one, as soon as they fired it up, immediately sank. And they had to get uh, military divers to go and retrieve it. it. Yeah, it kept, like, stopping. That's why in a lot of the scenes where uh, Hooper's in the shark cage, like, the shark is moving, but it's also not moving. (laughs) (laughs) It's just kind of trolled (laughs) along. Yeah. Right, right. So, so,
0: because um, I mean, there's there's a really really good episode of Bob's Burgers oh, yes, that yes, is very for much sure. inspired by the, for that, sure. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> Originally, this was going to be an effects driven movie, like the shark was going to be the driving point of the movie, like this cool robotic, like incredibly intricate mechanical shark that they had. Right. It was going to be all over the place. Yeah. And then when they had to stop doing that uh it changed from like an effects driven movie into like a character driven movie sure which worked out so much better i agree like this <laughs> would not be the same movie if the shark was all over the place right 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 no it, it
0: works very well for what it is it's just yeah it it's it's fascinating the story behind why yeah <laughs> um i was also reading that uh that this movie Influenced a lot of Jurassic Park, um, yeah. In that, like, apparently there was originally going to be a big scene, more based off of the book, where the T Rex is swimming through the water and, and Spielberg was like,
1: "No, we've done this. Yeah, we've done the song again. and dance. Nope, <laughs> never again. Never again." So, yeah, it went colossally over budget. Like, uh God, what was its budget? I had I saw that. Where are you? Where are you, budget? Where are you, budget? It had an original budget of $4 million, but wound up $5 million over budget. Oh, dang. For a total of $9 million. Dang. And that's in 1974 money. Yeah. Which is a lot. A lot. So much more. So much more. <laughs> um, what was And part of that was because it had fallen over 100 days over shooting schedule. Wow. It was meant to be a 55-day shoot and ended up a 159-day shoot. Oh, geez. Um, Spielberg was convinced it was the end of his career, like he was never going to work again. Like he yeah. was just done with Hollywood and everything. And it ended up being know, say, a huge movie for it, him. And now he's like the director. He can do whatever he wants.
0: Isn't hindsight hilarious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, part of the problem with the the shooting schedule was he insisted on shooting in open water instead of on a set or a tank. Sure. And they kept having stuff in the background that they had to shoot around. Like, there would be a sailboat going by. Right. And they're like, okay, we can't have a sailboat back there when this is supposed to be a closed-off area because of a shark attack. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there can't be anybody else out here. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have the issue that you can't
0: keep the entire ocean clean. <laughs>
1: <clear>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the saltwater really jacked with Bruce, which is part of his I problems. Im- I
0: can't imagine. Yeah,
1: yeah. I... I can't remember if this is true or not, but I remember hearing it, that they had tested the shark in fresh water and, like, tanks and stuff like that. Sure. So it wasn't meant to... Or it hadn't been tested with salinated water. Right. So when they dropped it in the ocean, it malfunctioned like crazy. That was yeah. part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, that's It's an awful big oversight on their part, but I don't know. Right. That again, back then, who knows.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Well, when they were making the shark, I'm sure they had intended on shooting in a tank that's a good point that's not a good in point. in the actual ocean yeah, yeah and then when spielberg insisted on that it's like well fuck us i guess <laughs> Yeah. I hope this works out <laughs> oops it don't <laughs> somebody go get that <laughs> there's that one scene towards the end of the movie where uh brody hooper and quint are sitting in the uh the deck of the, uh, in the, the cabin. Orca, in the, or cabin yeah. mm-hmm. And they're getting drunk and singing, show me the way to go home. Right. I guess at that point, almost everyone in the crew started breaking down and crying <laughs> because that was towards the end of the shoot. And they literally wanted to stop Yeah. at that point. They yeah. were so frustrated with what was going on. Sure. Sure. And like their the characters, frustration and like despair and wanting to leave and go home was exactly how the, how the crew felt.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> They didn't have to act quite as hard.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of like accidental method acting in this sure sure with with that and That's too bad with uh, Hooper and Quint like constantly butting heads is because off camera, Dreyfus and Shaw were butting heads right. over Shaw's drinking problem,
0: yeah, like when you were describing that as like, are you sure you're not talking about the characters? I know <laughs> right like
1: when every time like they're fighting and like like snarling each other and button heads it's like oh man that was exactly how this was <laughs> but yeah that is kind of some of the background behind this giant shark movie <laughs> so let, let's get into our uh, synopses here let's talk about some shark movie let's talk about some shark movie uh as of right now the movie is streaming on tubi yep. which was fun yeah i saw that and i was just like now nah, i'll spend 10 bucks on amazon <laughs> I refused, so I, I watched it on Tubi, which made it take a lot longer than the, the two hours. So I was there for the long haul. <laughs> uh, we open with the John. It throws you right into the John Williams score. Like, yeah, it does. And what a fucking score that is! Like, it makes this movie. Like, I mean,
0: well, it's it is absolutely iconic. Yeah, yeah. At this point, like everybody knows my my freaking five year old daughter. Who has never seen this movie, right. and, and as far as I'm aware, is not even aware of this movie. has commit, We have caught her humming the, yeah. the Jaws theme.
1: Well, it's been used in like so much. Uh-huh. like It's been parodied and just straight up lifted in, in any time there's a shark. Right, right. It's, it, it is the shark attack music. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, And we open with what is kind of an iconic camera shot in this movie with the shark's eye view. That keeps coming up again and again throughout the movie, which is kind of cool. And we are at a 70s beach party.
2: Yeah!
1: Got a big bonfire going, lots of bell bottoms and big hair. <laughs> big hair. Lots of drinking. Yep, lots of drinking. Uh, two party goers rush off to swim and or fuck.
3: Where are we going? Swimming! <laughs> Christy
1: is super thrilled about this situation. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, they're both drunk. They are so. both super drunk, even though they insist they are not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, especially the dude. Like, he's, yeah, that he's, dude is lit up. Man. I am not drunk. I'm just gonna lay down on the beach and sleep yeah. for a bit while I'm supposed to be in in the ocean yeah. having sex with you.
1: Chris, Chrissy yeah. runs down, and is like, we playing in the waves, and he like trips and rolls down the hill and is just like, this is where I die. Yeah, <laughs> just is, lays there for a while. This is it for now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get a view of Chrissy from below, probably from our shark, because she is soon attacked by a shark.
0: Uh, I don't know if we can rule that out as coincidence.
1: And the shark kind of spins her around, and like... God, it makes, like, pardon the expression, but it sure makes a meal of her. It really does, yeah. (laughs) It takes forever to eat her. It doesn't drag her under or anything, you just, like... All at once, he like bobs her up and down a few times and spins her around. I mean,
0: it's an iconic scene. It's again one of those things, but oh my God, (laughs) just take the woman.
1: (laughs) Yep, yep. And then she's finally uh, dragged underwater as our dude does not notice anything going on at this point. He is passed out. He is passed out super drunk, yeah. Uh, We get a voiceover from the Amity radio station. Which reports that the fishing is good and lots of boats are being rented out for the holiday weekend. Yeah, 4th of July! Yep, giving us a time period for this movie. Yes. This is one of the few, like, non-super-aggressively patriotic 4th of July July movies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are in the Brody household, where uh, Chief Brody and his wife wake up and find out that one of their kids has been injured by what he calls a vampire. <laughs> I was kind of confused about that. Yeah, he's like, I got cut. I got bit by a vampire. Mom, I got cut.
3: I got hit by a vampire.
1: It's like This is a completely different movie than I thought it was. Did I put on a, the wrong uh, one?
0: <laughs> yeah, I do want to say up top, though, that... Uh, while we don't see a huge amount of interaction between Brody and his family, uh-huh. I absolutely love their dynamic.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like that dinner scene later on. The
0: dinner scene is really good. Um, the honestly, it's just anytime Brody and his wife are like sharing uh-huh. a scene, like it's I, I, feel like they have a very genuine uh-huh. relationship. They really and do. I love watching it. It yeah, is just yeah.
1: good to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. They have it's a nice family like. Yeah, it it just works really well. It does. The casting is great in this movie. It is. Uh, Brody leaves to investigate a missing person, who ends up being Chrissy, and uh, talks with the guy who was with her. I still don't know that dude's name. Uh, Oh, Drunkman. Yeah. And they find Chrissy. Chad Chad Drunkman. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And they find Chrissy's body, which is covered with crabs.
0: Yeah. And, And only mostly, like most of her body. Yep. More parts of her body.
1: Yeah, yeah. Chart. You don't. You don't need a Chrissy like that all at once. No, I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. You got to.
0: You got to save some for leftovers, and then oh no, they got away with Romeo you know, from the tide,
1: and now they yeah. the crab's food. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, we, we cut over to the PlayStation uh, where Brody has arrived, and his secretary informs him that nine-year-olds from the karate school are karateying fences around town. <laughs>
2: yes, Kate. Now we gotta. Karate school. It seems that the
3: nine year olds from the school have been karateing the picket fences.
1: Uh, so, yeah, it's a slow news day other than the shark attack. You know, that whole thing. That whole thing, yeah. Uh, Brody gets a call from the medical inspector while filling out Christie's death report. Uh, and we get that a really iconic zoom into the paper that he's typing on as he just pounds out shark attack. <laughs> <laughs> So Brody springs into action to kind of corral the situation, and everyone else is like harassing him with super minor inconveniencing things. Right? Like there's no, Brody.
0: Brody is doing what uh, we would never see again in that he was being a good cop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: the the long extinct good cop. <laughs>
1: uh, Brody is getting supplies to make beach closed signs since they don't have any the beaches have never been closed right well because i mean this this town the town is a tourist it, it's town. yeah it's a summer town they say
0: yeah um so
1: closing the beaches is um a unprecedented big deal. yeah it's a big deal but uh brody's deputy grabs him uh and tells him that there are boy scouts who are on the lake doing Uh, Drills Drills for their Swimming merit badges Mm -hmm. And there's no phones out there So they can't call them And tell them to get off the water Yeah Because this is free cell phone times Yep This would be a completely different movie If cell phones existed
0: I I mean kind of I mean at the same time though Like They're out in the water They're probably not going to have Their cell
1: phones There would be someone on Beach who would have them, Probably yeah, Yeah Lifeguard or something Yeah yeah Fair fair uh, while Brody is charging off to save the Boy Scouts, uh, the deputy tells the mayor about the shark attack, which is not good for anybody. No. The mayor is, nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. We're not, we're not doing that. Nope. So while Brody is taking the ferry to wherever the Boy Scouts are. Yeah. I don't, across the channel. Or I don't whatever. really
0: understand the layout of Amity. I don't know. It's an island. That's yeah. all I know.
1: Uh, the mayor and his goons pull up in the mayor's car and try and stop Brody from closing the beach because of what it would do to the economy of the town. Yep, politics. The shark is a metaphor for COVID. Oh. (sighs) Yeah. It seems like when this movie first came out, it would seem so ridiculous that, like, there's this authority figure, and he's putting people in direct danger because of... Like because of the economy, because of what it would do to the economy the... of this town, and he's afraid of like inconveniencing people. Yeah, it's and not that big of a deal. It's not that, mean... that big of a deal. Like only a couple people have died. It's fine. Yeah,
0: and it's it's gonna go away. It's gonna May. go away. It'll,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> by Easter, you'll be on the water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or so, I guess in this one, in this case, by by Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just like it, it would seem ridiculous if we hadn't seen that happen on such a huge scale two years ago, right? It is Ugh. crazy, like yeah. I, just, I hadn't
0: even thought about that. Every but... time like
1: the mayor comes up, it's like holy shit, the shark is COVID. The shark is COVID. The shark is COVID.
0: <laughs> no, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Which is, man, that rings different.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just like, cause cause the mayor is supposed to be like the, an aggressively hateable figure, right? right?
0: You're supposed to you're supposed to perceive him as an antagonist of as sorts or, and, or an as,
1: obstacle and as ridiculous like yeah. no. why would an authority figure do this no one would put their actual people at risk for no reason at all for for the economy yeah like yeah that. just to save oh yeah to r- save
0: the economy for a summer yeah yeah that sort of thing yeah
1: and then we directly see it
0: yeah no it's it, it rings different because like honestly the way my dumb brain works like I'm watching this movie going yeah no that. This all checks out. Like, yeah. like, I didn't perceive anything as unusual or as... Mm-hmm. Like, I did not... At least this time watching it, you know, I did not resonate with the idea that he was that role. It uh-huh. was more of a just... No, that's just how it would happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's very accurate to what would happen and what did happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's...
0: I don't like that, Chris. It's different. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like that.
1: Well, we cut over to... A beach uh, where we see a lot of people swimming and playing on in the water. Yep. Yeah.
0: Brody has to sit there and
1: watch. Yeah. Because
0: he's he lost the fight and oh my god, he is like it is so, it's real subtle, but he is just such a bundle of nerves. And yes. I'm, like I resonate with that so hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We we see like various things that could happen. Like that kid goes out on the raft and there's that like lady on on like a a floaty and she's just like reclining and there's the dog playing around and Mm -hmm. we see so many things where it's like one of these people is going to get eaten by a shark in just like a second here right and the entire time brody is just twitching watching this yeah like uh he sees someone pop up from the water with like a dark swim cap on it and he goes oh no shark yeah. And then they stand up like, okay, he no, a, no, no, it's fine. a brief panic attack. And then, like, someone stands directly in front of him to talk with him about another, like, minor incident. And he hears someone shouting for help. So he stands up and looks, and it's just a couple, like, horse playing in the water. Right. He is just, like, freaking out. Yeah,
2: he,
0: he's having an anxiety attack of the highest magnitude.
1: Yeah, yeah. The dog has gone missing at this point. Uh, we get another shark's eye view around all of these kicking legs, and we hear the John Williams score starting to swell. And it know, is shark o'clock. Yeah, you know what's about to happen. Yeah. Uh, we see someone get pulled under the water. Uh, we see a flash of shark fins as the shark does, like, a roll, which is our first actual picture of the shark. Mm-hmm. And it's just a brief one, which works so good. And then there's a huge blood spray. There's so much blood. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it like... It's hilarious to me that this movie has a PG rating. Because it was before PG-13. Yeah, got oh, So it's either PG or R. That's a good point. And it doesn't quite get to R level. No way. So it's a PG movie. Like, you could take your kids to go see this. It's fine. And there's <laughs> limbs and blood splatter. Uh, and Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, people start to flee the water as panic ends up. Like, like going over the crowd and we get that really cool camera <coughs> trick on brody where yeah where they they pull the
0: camera away while zooming in
1: yeah yeah it always reminds me of in the lord of the rings when the uh the they first encounter the um the ring wraiths and like it zooms the pathway comes closer to you while the forest gets further away yep yeah, no, it's, it's it's one of my favorite camera <laughs> it's, tricks. it's very unsettling
0: and this is to me this is the iconic yeah one it's very good of that so
1: <laughs> but uh the kid who is on the little raft is dead Yep.
0: So, uh, Creature cards, Kid murder, murder. We can check that box. Yeah, we
1: got that one on our bingo cards. Uh, the kid's family posts a bounty for the shark, um, and we get a. We, it, the mayor and his cronies are having a press conference about the attack, and even though someone has directly died from the shark, you still hear people denying the existence of the shark, right? And then there's
0: that there's that one woman. Um, I think she says she owns a, a hotel or something. Yeah. And she just sits down. And she's like, "I have a point of view, and I think it speaks for many of the people here."
2: Look, I
0: have a point of view, and I think it speaks for many of the people here. And that is a sentiment carried by a lot of bad people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. In, in
0: today's world,
1: like. <laughs> and it's just like, it's the shark is COVID. <laughs> the shark is COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. The mayor is encouraging the paper to bury the story and, the like, the bounty offer, like, way in the back of the paper so nobody sees it. Everyone in town is like, oh, what, like, we can't close the beaches. This'll kill everything. And, yeah. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Who cares if one little kid died and yeah. some woman... Well, right now they're girl. classifying chrissy as a boating accident
0: yeah that's right that's right
1: even though the the uh coroner said no this was a shark attack he later had to retract it because the mayor put pressure on him and Uh said no no i was wrong it was a boating accident yeah yeah so who cares who cares if one little kid died yeah i mean
0: (laughs) our economy's at stake
1: Yeah, yeah yeah uh brody announces that they are planning on closing the beaches while this threat is taken care of people lose their shit and then the mayor interrupts him and says, "Oh no, we're only going to close up for 24 hours." And then, what she had not cleared with Brody.
0: No, they hadn't. He hadn't cleared with Brody, and people are still
1: unhappy. They're like,
0: "24 oh, hours, like three weeks." Like,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh... And while everyone is trying to shout over each other, we cut to a close-up of a hand scratching down a chalkboard.
0: <laughs> Another iconic
1: scene. Yeah, yeah, which shuts everybody up. Uh, and Quint says that everyone knows who he is and what he does. Which well, is the best introduction yeah. to a character ever. Well, yeah, you know what I
0: am, and you know, you all know me, and you know what I do. And then he nor anybody else clarifies. Yeah, yeah. We have to pick it up through context clues. Good. There's yeah. Such a, like, oh my God, in any movie today made, he would say that line and then monologue explaining who he was and what he does. Mm-hmm. But in this, no,
1: you have to pick it up through context clues, and it is so good. Yeah, it's it, so good. It works perfectly, like, yeah. I also, uh, from what I understood in my research, Quint was based off of a real person, more or less. Okay. Uh, and when Jaws premiered, uh, Spielberg took the person Quint was based off of to the movie, and he just kind of laughed about it and said how ridiculous it was. Even though the Quint character was directly Him. like in beat for beat, this guy,
0: <laughs> it was completely lost on this dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then that like makes when, sense.
1: later when he found out, but he said, "Well, they never paid me anything." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's
0: good. All right.
1: Uh, but Quint says that he will hunt down this rogue shark, but he needs more money to do it. Yeah. Uh, so for... and yeah,
0: the, the, the bounty was three grand. The bounty was and three And he's like, I'll find it for three. Yeah. But if you want me to do anything about it, it's going to cost you ten. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ten thousand for me and myself. Or that you get the head, the tail, the fin, the whole damn thing. <laughs> quint has got some great lines. He does. He does.
3: You all know me. Know how I earn a living. I'll catch this bird for you, but it ain't going to be easy. bad fish. Not like going down the pond chasing bluegills or tommycats. This shark swallow you whole. A shaking, a tenderizing. Down you go. And we gotta do it quick. do will bring back the tourists. So That'll put all your businesses on a paying basis. But it's not gonna be pleasant. I value my neck a lot more than 3,000 bucks, Chief. I'll find him for three, but I'll catch him and kill him for 10. you got to make up your minds. You want to stay alive and ante up? You want to play it cheap? Be on welfare the whole winter. I don't want no volunteers. I don't want no mates. There's too many captains on this island. $10,000 for me by myself. For that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing.
1: Uh, The mayor refuses, and Quint just shrugs off and leaves, along with some other dude. I don't know who that guy is, but he left with Quint. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that man? Just that guy. It's it's like we're supposed to know who that dude is. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Neither do I. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Uh, We cut back to the Brody household, where Brody is researching sharks, um, while his wife is, is getting kind of frisky with him. And asks him if he wants to get drunk and fool around. Uh, Meanwhile, Brody's kids are playing with a boat out by the jetty near their house. And Brody freaks out and wants them off the water for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. Because there's a shark about.
0: There's a shark being in water.
1: Yep. Uh, Later that night, we see two fishermen trying to catch the shark and get the bounty. They cut up a... A roast. A roast, yeah, I was going to say, a ham or something. And throw it out in the water on a uh, life ring oh, yeah, thingy. life preserver. Yeah, ring. one of those things. Yeah. Inner tube. Uh, they catch something, and they're like, yeah, we got the shark. And then it starts to pull the dock apart. <laughs> yeah. They didn't think this through very hard. No, they're going to need a bigger dock. Yeah. <laughs> um the fishermen get back on shore just before they would have been jawed yeah. and now so this
0: is this scene is a very very good example in most of this movie but this this scene is the the best example as to what um what makes this work where you don't see the, the you you don't ever see the shark yeah like this shark has less screen time than the crocodile in rogue yeah but this works whereas rogue it didn't uh-huh. because. There's enough evidence to determine what the shark is doing and where it is at any given moment. Yeah. And I'm not even just talking about the shark vision. Like, you give the auditory clues, of course, but in this scene, it's like, the shark is tethered to the dock, mm-hmm. and you see the dock moving around. You don't right. see the shark, but you know which direction the shark is going, yeah. you know how close it is relatively, you get it later on with the, the barrels and everything. Um, but you don't you don't see the shark, and that's why that works. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Rogue, it was just nothing, and then suddenly there it is gone, and yeah. then nothing. And it's like that's I mean sure more probably more realistic to how a crocodile would actually hunt, but it does not make for good drama. It just no. makes for a cheap effect yeah. or lack thereof. Yeah. And um, while I was doing this, I, I started noticing more of uh, of this movie inspiring
1: Rogue. Well, this this movie is like the template for almost every giant killer monster movie. Right, like, right. To a T. But, like, I just noticed that
0: there was a lot from Rogue that that definitely took direct inspiration from this movie. Uh-huh. But they do it so poorly. Like, they, they took the template and were just like, yeah, we'll just s- stretch some skin across it and be good. Yeah. So, it, I don't know. It's just... It's just a very good example as to why this movie works and that movie didn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, The next day we see a huge, huge amount of fisher people arrive to hunt the shark. Uh, They are tripping over each other in their boats and just making a huge scene.
0: Yeah, which is the perfect way to hunt anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In Uh, In a
0: huge pack. In a
1: giant pack, yeah. Amongst the chaos, uh, we see Hooper arrive, who is a marine biologist from the Shark Institute of Sharkland. Of Sharkland. (laughs) Um, He is pretty sure that... So many of these shark hunters are going to die if they go out there. Like, well,
0: yeah, because they're overloading boats. And yeah, things. yeah, like
1: they're they're going beyond capacity.
0: They're a- bumping and into each other. It's, yeah, like yeah. it's it's a recipe for disaster. Shark or none. Yeah, like it's <laughs> these these idiots are going to drown.
1: <laughs> they're going out there with their dogs, and uh, it's just like what what do you expect to happen? Like they're idiots. They're complete yep. idiots.
0: But at the same time, that's that's what happens when you post a three thousand dollar bounty for. Something yeah. you attract all of the the, the gung ho people with a shotgun and right right no it, it's a recipe for disaster it, it's a very accurate representation of what I feel would actually
1: yeah happen. there's so. that one dude dropping dynamite in the water and mm. yeah it, it's a mess it's a complete mess yeah it is um, Hooper takes a look at chrissy's remains and determines without a shadow of a doubt that she was eaten by a shark. Yeah, he, he's Which, also able to
0: determine the size of the shark. Yeah, based
1: mouth. off the, the bite marks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to the shark hunters having found a shark, and the mayor is thrilled about the situation. Yeah, they everybody in town
0: proclaims that, yep, it's the shark. And even Brody is just like, yeah, we did it. We finally got it. Well, I can rest yeah.
1: a little easy. And... It, this one was a tiger shark. Yeah. And
0: it, <laughs> I mean, it's a big shark. It is a big shark. Um, although we do have an amazing stellar line read from one of the characters, because they're, they're like, what kind of shark is it? And Hooper's like, it's a tiger shark. And one of the hunters is like, a what? It's good. It's pretty
1: good. Yeah. So the, the mayor is celebrating and taking photo ops and stuff like that while Hooper is examining the giant fish and Quince like looking on in the distance and smirking at him because he knows like that this shark is not big enough to do the damage that was done. Uh, Hooper wants to dissect the shark to see what's in it. Uh, and the mayor immediately shoots him down for a number of reasons. Which, to be fair, are a little bit more valid than I feel the movie lets on. Like, I can understand not wanting to go, Okay, no, we're going to dissect it right here on the dock in front of right, everybody. Right. There's no reason they couldn't have taken it to a warehouse and no, that's, dissected
0: that, it. No, that's, that's true, too. The like,
1: only reason they, they the mayor was against that is because... That would have thrown doubt on the fact that you know the shark is gone. Yeah, that's true. The boys' parents arrive and slap Brody um, because the news has gone out that Chrissy was eaten by a shark as well, and they could have stopped this, and Brody didn't. (laughs) Not, I mean, that's what it looks like. Well, right, right, right. They, the the general populace, don't know the behind the scenes. Yeah, that Brody Brody wanted to. He
0: could to try to stop it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's tragedy,
1: is Yeah, what it is. Yeah. It's tragic. And Brody feels responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he feels that he should have fought harder against the mayor. He should have, like, closed down regardless. He should have done other stuff. And it's not his fault at all. No. Like, he couldn't have done anything. Uh, the mayor prepares to dump the shark before it can be investigated. That way, they don't have to worry about...
0: Yeah, the, if there's no yeah. proof that it isn't the right shark, then there's no proof at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brody returns home. He's really depressed about the whole situation, because for one thing, Hooper's convinced it's not the same shark, and two, like, he's convinced he got that kid killed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He he bears the full responsibility
1: yeah. on his shoulders. Yeah. Uh, his son is sitting with him at dinner, and they're and mimicking like every little it's movement he makes. It's such a cute. It really is. But at the same time, like, you can just see Brody's thought process where he's like, "This kid's parents aren't going to be able to." play with him the way i'm playing with my son right now uh, i got that kid killed like yeah. this is all my fault uh hooper arrives with a couple bottles of wine and eats the brody's food <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and tells his origin story <laughs> where he made a little bow when he was a kid and was going fishing and hooked a baby shark which wrecked his boat and about killed him and then he turned around and saw the shark and was like, "Wow, sharks are really cool!" <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Hooper story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it it's kind of interesting because we get we get uh, Hooper's origin and we get Quint's origin about why he hunts sharks. Right. We don't get Brody's background about why he's afraid of water and boats. Yeah. He just mentions at one point that he dr- like he drowns. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like his his wife is like, "There's a word for being afraid of water," and he's like, "It's drowning."
2: martin hates boats martin hates water martin martin sits in his car when we go on the ferry to the mainland i guess it's a childhood thing it's a there's a clinical name for it isn't there I can't
1: drowning listen <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Like that's the word <laughs> and that's all we get and then at one point like later on during the the cabin scene where they're comparing their injuries like he pulls up his shirt and like looks at something on his stomach like there might be an injury there but doesn't mention it and he yeah we that's don't it. get his backstory. We know he's from New York. Mm-hmm. The, the family's from New York. And you got really discouraged about not being able to do anything about the rate of crime there and so on and so forth. Very 70s New York is bad. Um, so he moved to Amity, where is a smaller town. There hasn't been any crime, essentially, at all. Uh, he's supposed to just kind of be a figurehead. And he's it's basically retirement without being retired. Right. And that's all we. that's what we get about him. We don't get, like why he's afraid of water, any of this stuff. It's it's really interesting. That that is. I hadn't really thought too much about it. Yeah. Hooper tells the Brodies about, he's convinced that this isn't the right shark. We get a lot of bad shark science that has been since debunked. Um, And Hooper and Brody go to dissect the shark in the dead of night, like a couple of shark thieves. (laughs) Uh, they cut the shark open. It is full of milk, so I'm pretty sure it's an android. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we got—we just connected two wires on the conspiracy board. Yeah.
1: Um, and there's no human remains inside of it. So no. this is not the right shark. There's lots of other stuff.
0: License plate, fish. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: A-, a tin can. A tin
1: can. And then, uh, Hooper says that tiger sharks are basically like floating garbage disposals and they'll just eat what's ever in front of them. I'm not sure how true that is, but it's something that the game Manhunter or Maneater plays with. Sure. Because you play a tiger shark in that and it, the game goes on and on about like what you what you have eaten in the past. <laughs> uh, Hooper convinces Brody that they need to go look for evidence of the shark now before stuff really starts popping off. And Brody is too drunk to say no. So they go out on the water, they find the shark on the fish finder, uh, as well as an abandoned boat from a local fisherman that's known. Uh, Hooper goes diving, finds uh, giant shark teeth in the hole, as well as like lots of under-hole damage on the boat, probably from a shark. Probably. And then gets jump scare corpse.
0: Yeah, the, the sound on the jump scare with the face yeah whole, that, that sounds real bad it's it, not
1: great yeah it sounds
0: like a scream but kind of not like, yeah
1: it's just, it, it's it's just jump scare like ah scare cord yeah pretty much
0: I, it's it's not a good scene i don't i don't much care for it
1: yeah but because uh he got jump scared by a corpse hooper drops the tooth
0: yeah. in the yeah he, he loses the tooth the size of god what did he he, he describes it as a he, the size of something i don't remember what now
1: i like a yeah it's just huge uh, so Hooper and Brody go the next day to convince the mayor to close the beaches. Someone has graffiti the "Welcome to Amity" sign. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good graffiti. It is. I it's very funny. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> and the mayor is pissed. He's so mad about that. But, He's so mad about but that.
0: But I love that Hooper is just like the fin on that on that graffiti, like the fin that they painted. That's is, accurate.
1: That's <laughs> accurate to the size. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get uh, some great lines from Hooper. Where, at, while he's arguing with the mayor because Hooper gets really aggressive towards the mayor and is just not handling any of his stuff. <clears throat> Says, uh, uh, I think that I am familiar with the fact that you are going to ignore this particular
3: problem until it swims up and bites you on the ass. Because
1: the shark is COVID. Yeah, because
0: the shark is COVID.
1: Yep. <laughs> so the mayor refuses to close the beaches and we see ferries full of people arrive for the holiday weekend. Yep. The, sh- the smorgasbord. Yep. Hooper just sees them all as little shark lunchboxes. Like, yeah. He knows this is gonna get worse before Yeah, it gets because I,
0: I'm pretty sure that uh, some of those false um, shark facts that that you were talking uh-huh. about uh, were repeated in Rogue in that, like, oh, there's a food supply. The shark is gonna stick around.
1: Yeah, yeah, they say that the... It's
0: like they, they practically... At least they don't say the shark has
1: tagged the people. Right, <laughs> But yeah, according to Hooper, the shark has claimed this area as its territory. As its hunting grounds. Yeah, and it's going to stay around as long as they keep feeding people to it. (laughs) (laughs) Which I mean, I guess. (laughs) Sharks are the bears of the sea. Yes, yes. (laughs) You feed them once and they'll just keep coming back. Yep. Uh, So the mayor starts patrolling the beaches and notices that while there is a ton of people there... Nobody is in the water.
0: Yeah, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious scene. It, it's very just, strange. Like you just see all of these, like the
1: the beach is packed and not a soul in the water. Uh huh. So he bullies one of his toadies to go in the water with his family. I don't know. I don't know why at that point. I think it's
0: more of just pride at this point. Uh-huh. But it's like they're there. That means they're spending money. Who right, gives a right. shit if they're in the water or not? Yeah. <laughs> But he's like, I think it's it's more of a, to him, it's like, oh, sh- you know, if nobody's swimming in the water, that means Brody was right.
1: No. That, yeah, and, like, he got that, uh, there's that reporter who's doing the, like, oh, this is, like, Amity, this is, you know, great summer town, but a shadow has lurked over at the fast oh, few days. Yeah, it is. So he wants to, like, prove that guy wrong and say, like, no, it, you know, we had a problem it's solved, it's fine. Every, look at everyone, they're swimming in the water and enjoying themselves. So, as soon as the dude goes in the water, like, more people start to go in because they're convinced, like, oh, it's safe. Like, look at that guy and his family. They're in the water and not being eaten by a shark. It's cool. We'll all go in. Yeah. So, everyone runs in the water. There's no shark sightings yet. Uh, The mayor gives an interview to the reporter and hedges his words very carefully. (laughs) Very carefully. Saying, like, we have caught the shark that we believe to be behind the incidents and... We're pretty sure nothing else is going to happen, and yeah, he can't a, be culpable.
0: He's being a good politician, but an, and an awful human being. Yeah,
1: pretty much. And then uh, swimmers see a fin. Oh no, shark! So
0: everyone panics. Yeah, everybody gets out of there. There's a there's a brief moment where you see a dude steal an inflatable raft from that's, a bunch of kids. To that's get the back guy to the shore. that the mayor sent out to the water. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's that same yeah. dude. <laughs> It's like, wow. <laughs> he just pushes a kid off his raft and like <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: goes back to shore and uh more importantly an old man is trampled during this yeah i
0: did not catch that actually yeah. i didn't yeah. even catch that but
1: and um at that's why at the end of it uh like there's a bunch of people crowded around somebody on the beach and like brody's like give him some air give him some air it's because that old man was trampled. oh okay yeah you, you see it real quick. Yeah, like very he's he falls down and then you see his face just go <laughs> into the dirt. Oh, and yeah, it's like Black Friday shit. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that the fin was actually a couple of kids playing a prank. They surface from the water to the Coast Guard, pointing a bunch of guns at them.
0: Oh, God, those kids would! Oh my God, they would be in so much
1: fucking trouble. Those kids are dead. Oh, <laughs> those kids are Jesus. dead. That's why you don't see him again. <laughs> You know where the chum comes from later? Yeah, it's those kids. <laughs> um, another fin is spotted, like, headed towards the pond, and everyone at the start just kind of blows it off until it attacks somebody on a boat. <laughs> and it turns out that is the pond where Brody's kid was playing.
0: Yeah, he uh, he wanted his kid to go play in the pond to instead of the open ocean because right. it would be safer. Well,
1: oops. It was not safer, yeah. Right, yeah.
0: But the the scene where like the shot where you see the uh it's 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 a top-down shot uh, looking at the guy in the boat as uh-huh. the shark, you know, pushes it over, you can see the shark under the water. That 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 quick shot is a real one, man. Like yeah. that's where it, that that triggers me quite a bit. Like when oh, large Large creatures under the water, <laughs> large bodies of any sort right. underwater, really freak my shit out. Yeah, and when you could see them under the water, like, oh god, man, that—that's—that's <laughs> that's the scene that gets me. that, yeah. that right there.
1: Yeah, uh, Brody's kid goes into shock from—I don't know—terror. Maybe I don't know. Please. Well, I mean, he, near shark attack. Yeah, uh, he—he was—he very much witnessed a dude. Gideon yeah. by shark. Yeah, so he goes to the hospital where it's determined he's going to be okay. He just has to stay the night and kind of get tranquilized a bit. Uh, and the mayor is having a meltdown because yep. this is his fault. Yeah, oops. <laughs> uh, but he does sign uh, Brody's petition to hire Quint and pay him whatever he wants to. To kill the shark. Yeah, and I believe Quint's, uh, Quint's price has increased. Yeah. Well, now he, he's asking for more money, and he's asking for, like, $200 a day, even if he doesn't get the shark. Uh, which, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sure. At this point, you <laughs> when, know. When when demand
0: skyrockets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but we go over to uh, Quint's boat shack shark hunting habitat. I don't know. <laughs> What? Quint's Shark Shack. Yeah, the Shark Shack. Shark Shack baby. Tin roof. Mm-hmm. Rusted. Um, and, uh, Brody introduces Hope Hooper to Quint and that's where you start seeing the enmity between those two like immediately. Yeah. Immediately they hate each other. Yeah, they do. Uh, and the three of them leave to go hunt the shark. With all of uh, Hooper's Super cool, high-tech, shark-hunting gadgets. And Quint's considerably lower-tech shark-hunting <laughs> gadgets.
0: More, more um, primal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a... There's a... <laughs> Quint... There's a quick line. Or not even a line, but just... Quint's walking down the dock, and he, he's laughing. And that the laugh he makes, the noise he makes, uh-huh. is something else. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put that in, but... <laughs>
1: well he's probably drunk probably i mean
0: is he on screen he's he's probably drunk yeah Yeah.
1: during the setup period brody knocks over some pressurized tanks and hooper yells at him because the tanks might explode yeah brody knocks over some pressurized tanks and hooper yells at him because the tanks might explode this is a Chekhov's secret tool gun. that will help us later <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the secret. Uh, we get our Williams score starting to swell as Quint's line begins to drag because something big's on it. Uh, Cooper doesn't think it's the shark at this point. Yeah, he's, he's like, it's game fish. It's like a it, marlin or a ray, ray or, or something. Yeah, yeah. And then the line snaps and... We'll never know. We'll never know. It's probably the shark because, I mean, it was piano wire so it's pretty tough wire. Yeah, yeah. Besides, the music was playing. The music was playing. It's obviously the shark. (laughs) Oh, that's the shark's theme!
0: (laughs) (laughs) If they'd just paid attention, they would have known.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's Jaws off the top rope. (laughs) Pound him down on the hardest part of the apron. (laughs) I love it when characters have their own leitmotifs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quint tells Hooper and Brody about his sharking method. Like, he sticks them with the barrels so that they float up to the surface and the shark can't go underwater and exhausts itself so then he can just yank it back into town. So, good for Quint, I
0: yeah, guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, that's, that's a strategy. It's a strategy, sure, yeah. Sure, it works. We get, it's really fucked up in hindsight. But... Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, we get our best look at the shark yet as Brody is chumming the water and the shark just lunges up behind him. And so we get that first really, really good look at the shark. Yeah. And then he says the thing! He says the uh, <laughs> that they are in fact going to need a bigger boat. I guess that line was improvised. That's not in the script. Oh. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, I imagine it was at least partially that he, he gets really hung up on the bigger boat thing yeah like, yeah he, he utters he's proud of himself lines. well he <laughs> utters a, a few lines later on a few times he's like like legitimately like so when's that bigger boat coming we're gonna right. we're gonna head back to shore and get a bigger boat right like, yeah it's not meant to be the, the funny ha one-liner it's meant to be like a brody legitimately wants a larger
1: boat <laughs> <laughs> well I, a lot of it is i think brody wants off this particular boat <laughs> <laughs> That's that is fair. Yeah. that is fair. But I mean, to be it,
0: also like, if I saw a shark that size, I'd be like, that shark can swallow this bolt hole. Yeah. I don't want on a bigger one where I don't have to be near the water.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would like to be on land now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the
1: big. That's the bigger boat. <laughs> I do not. Want. I do not like the water. <laughs> I would like Planet Earth. The boat. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the boat. Land. Dry land. The biggest boat possible.
1: Uh, the shark charges at the boat before it starts to circle it. And Quint readies a harpoon gun and tags a shark with it, which includes the barrel and one of Hooper's tracking darts.
0: Yay, now you can track the shark. Briefly. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't come back in any way.
1: It really doesn't. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Uh, Brody wants to go home and get the aforementioned bigger boat uh, since they haven't killed the shark yet. But Quint wants to stay out since they now have the shark tagged. It's, he's going to start to exhaust itself and they can get it. Like, no problem. Uh, that night they get drunk and start sh- uh, sharing war injuries. <laughs> there's um there's a scene at the at about the one
0: hour thirty six ish mark mm-hmm. where there's a shooting star in the Yes,
1: background. I noticed that. There's just something behind the
0: Yeah, so I was wondering was there any information that you could find? I could not about
1: find that? anything about that. Because I... like
0: that is not accidental. That was an intentional thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I <laughs> And it happens twice. I only caught it once.
1: Yeah, and it's like two scenes of like right back to back. Uh, There's the one scene where Brody is reloading his gun and it just goes, in the background. And then there's a shot of the boat and it goes above the boat. And so I, I don't know if it's just like a satellite going by at that particular time or what. I don't know. Like it, it is very pretty... strange. It's a bright red streak. Yeah, it looks pretty intentional. So Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I was I was just wondering if there was any story about that. I forgot to look it up to I see. couldn't find
1: anything, but I didn't really look for that particular you
0: thing. Know, I kinda wanna take a moment.
1: Go for it, man. Oh.
0: But according to the making of the Jaw the making of Jaws documentary, the shooting star that appears during the night scene where Brody loads his revolver was real, not an optical effect. So it's just a shooting star? And then it immediately says, though respected as an actor, Robert Shaw's trouble with alcohol was frequent source of tension during filming. Yeah, I told you. Like, <laughs> but it's 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 in the same paragraph as if yeah. it's
1: Robert Shaw got so drunk he made a shooting star happen.
3: Yeah,
0: let me let me look at the thing here real quick. The pair of shooting stars that appeared in Steelberg's Jaws has sparked debate since the classic film's release. Metaphorical miracle or trick, some claim blah blah blah. Although the documentary making of Jaws affirms that the first shooting star behind Jaws's eventual hero Brody is real not all are convinced of either Meteor's authenticity okay whatever um yeah I guess there's a, it's not conclusive according to the making of mm-hmm. it, they're real but a lot of people argue that they're, it is, the shooting stars were not um based off of uh, like they wouldn't be able to show so clearly on camera at that time um I, there's a lot of like people have been almost conspiracy theoring, okay. kind of debunking it. Although I guess uh, it says that um, Jaws or that Spielberg went on to feature shooting stars in other movies such as Close Encounters of the Third Kind, right. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and The Adventures of Tintin. But not it's not conclusive in any way. So it's just it, so strange. Because it is it's I,
1: very. It's like odd. there. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: very very obvious. Like I definitely caught it, and I'm not the type of person to pay that close of attention to detail like that yeah so when i catch that you it's pretty obvious but yeah i noticed that and and uh i thought that was interesting so yeah it could be just a real shooting star or it could be like a uh a, a weird spielberg like signature that
2: he
1: puts yeah. in his movies it could be either way know. anyway interesting. all
0: right so tangent's done
1: yeah uh well that night uh our three characters get drunk and start sharing their injuries and this is where we get the USS Indianapolis story, which is a real thing that happened. Okay. Yeah, it, it is, like, it basically happened exactly the way Quint said it did. Oh, damn. Those guys were dropped in the water from an attack uh, and were left out there because nobody knew they were out there. Yeah, because and, it was so secret. Yeah. They were left in freezing water for, like, a week straight. Jeez. There was the shark attacks and, like less than half of those people made it out alive. Yeah. It, it It's a scary thing. Like, it is a real thing. Yeah. Like, this whole speech from, from Quint is just incredible. It,
0: it is really good. I thought about, like, while watching it, I was like, oh, I'm going to put this in the episode. It's too it's, long. I'm probably not going to do that.
1: Yeah. But... This is where we get the, you know, black doll's eyes line and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's... I might
0: impose a few of the uh-huh. things, but a few of the lines
3: from this, but... Um lifeless eyes black eyes like a doll's eyes
1: and then they start hearing whale song out there which inspires them to start singing and this is where we get the show me the way to go home sequence which caused the crew to start sobbing <laughs> because they wanted to leave yeah. <laughs> yeah Spielberg was convinced they were going to like drop him in the ocean at the end of the shoot he, or like kill him or something yeah, like, he was yeah. starting to be afraid of his crew <laughs> scene though it's a good scene like it like it shows that these people are are getting along like much more than they were they're starting to respect each other a little bit uh we get quince background it's yeah like i say it's a character driven movie yeah it works so well It, it it really does uh the boat starts to creak and crack as our shark starts to pound itself against the boat uh, Quint drops a lantern and the boat catches on fire briefly. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> uh, Hooper, put that out.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just super nonchalant about it. He's gonna put that fire out. Okay. There's I a mean... fire? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's really strange because, like, in movies like this, where you have, like, the aged sea captain and his boat, like, the boat is an extension of the person. Uh huh. And. You, like the boat is like the most important thing to him. Brody does not, or uh, Quint does not treat his boat very well. No, he he does not. Which two shits about says his a boat. lot about Quint as a person too, because <laughs> Quint does not treat himself very well. No, he doesn't. So it's very in, like. It there's is, a lot of interesting little things like that. Yeah. Um, the next morning, they work to repair the boat from the shark damage, and the barrel pops out of the water again. Uh, The shark is back, baby. Yep. The shark lunges at the boat for a few times. Um, Doesn't really go anywhere. But Brody is just done with this whole situation. Rushes to the radio and tries to call for assistance. But Quint smashes the shit out of it with a bat. Yeah, Quint goes nuts. Yeah. And, like... This is another situation where it's like... Quint has almost accepted the fact that he's going to die out here. And is not only okay with that but like actively seeking it out yeah yeah like he he smashes it and it kind of makes sense for his character but is also never explained it's it's not explained but like you just see it with all this other little stuff like uh-huh. like I was saying the fact that he doesn't treat the boat very well the that he's like been horribly injured several times and he's missing teeth and he's got a head injury that like never heals properly yeah. and his arm doesn't extend all the way and like he's really bashed up he's old he's ready to go out and it almost seems like he's willing the yeah, shark to he, do it
0: he's discovered what like this shark is worthy of his demise almost. yeah yeah
1: it's like anti captain ahab <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah. like ahab was going to go to every length to get rid of that shark and this time the sh- he's willing the shark to go to any length to get rid of him uh huh <clears throat> Or I guess it was a whale in Moby Dick, whatever.
2: <laughs> Same Big <difference>. fish. <laughs>
0: well, actually... Shut up, man.
1: <laughs> uh, they tag the shark with another barrel, and the music gets surprisingly whimsical. I noticed that, too! That's <laughs> like the one moment where it's like, this music doesn't really fit. We go directly from the, the like swelling John Williams theme that we've heard throughout all this to like E.T. music that he would later use <laughs> in E.T. Yeah. it's like very similar It's like, the situation hasn't changed any. They're still in a lot of danger, and this shark is actively fucking with them now. (laughs) If anything, it's worse. But the music will not let you know this. No, (laughs) no. They start chasing the shark, since it's tagged down with two barrels now, and Brody starts shooting at it with his pistol. (laughs) Brody is losing it at this point. He wants it dead. He wants it gone. (laughs) Hooper and Brody tie off the barrels so that it doesn't. They don't lose the barrels on the shark, but the rope goes taut across Hooper's legs and about knocks him into the water, or lose like cuts his legs off. It's kind of severe. <laughs> yeah, but it's
0: also resolved very. It's easily. resolved
1: very quickly. Yeah. Uh, the shark starts tearing the back end off the boat while this is going on. Starts ripping the ropes apart. Because the shark starts pulling the boat backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Quint tags it with a third barrel, and he's like, okay, there's no way the shark can can go under with three barrels attached to it. That doesn't happen. The shark is... It's not it, strong it, enough. The shark is toast. We got yeah. this fucker. And they do not have this fucker.
0: Yeah, then it goes underwater. <laughs> it goes barrels. underwater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, the shark is actively pulling the boat backwards. They start cutting the line. It rips off the uh, boat cleats. It's just a mess. Like the mm-hmm. boat is actively taking on water at this point.
0: Yeah, the they engine, are. The engine fuck-o-ed. is having trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's smoking very badly. Right. Yeah. The shark is circling the boat. It starts bumping against it, like knocking it back and forth. The shark is pissed at them now. The shark knows where the where these harpoons are coming from. Well, that and the voodoo curse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> voodoo shark is hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Quint at this point is like, okay, we're, we're gonna pack it in. We're, we're not, you know, this is we're not going anywhere. The shark is too much for us to handle.
0: We need a bigger boat. <laughs>
1: yeah, so he starts heading back to shore but he puts too much pressure on the engine. Even after Hooper tells him, like, no, don't, like, stop, you're gonna blow the engine. He just yells at him and the engine blows. Because Quint wants to die. Yeah. <laughs> Quint has a death wish. Uh, the boat is totally sinking now. It's going underwater they're not going to make it uh, Quint does give Hooper and Brody life jackets so that they will not drown he says during his Indianapolis story that he would never wear a life jacket again just because of what happened to him in, right. in that water he would rather drown than have to, than go, through something like than that have to go through that sure. just floating out there waiting for either to die or get rescued like much later yeah so he only has two life jackets and he gives them to his his companions uh, hooper decides to use the shark way the shark cage excuse me to get close enough to inject the shark with poison or something that'll that'll kill it yeah because they don't have a tough enough needle to go through the shark's hide but he thinks he can get it in the eye or the mouth, the mouth. and that'll that'll yeah, take care
0: they even mentioned too they're like that shark's gonna rip this cage apart and he's like well if i can stab it first
1: yeah <laughs> well like do you have a better idea no okay get me down there yeah <laughs> Now the shark starts ramming the cage uh, causing Hooper to drop the spear because as we have established from earlier in the movie, he has Butterfingers underwater.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much instant.
1: But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bars start getting bent. The sh- cage is like falling apart. The shark is inside of it. Uh, nearly grabs Hooper, but he stabs at it with a little knifey knife and escapes. Yep. He's and able to swim down
0: into the uh, into like the the, the reeds and the, the yeah, seaweed yeah. and hide.
1: Yeah, and he is basically out of the movie now. Uh, I guess in the book, I have not read the book, but this is just from what I understand, uh, Hooper dies during this scene in the book. Okay. But they wanted to have Hooper survive in the movie version because Richard Dreyfuss was an upcoming star, and it would just, that way they didn't have to kill someone who had marquee value. Sure, sure. Uh, Quint and Brody try to reel up the shark cage, but the shark Tears it out off of the boat. <laughs> There's a moment when they're reeling it up where the shark is on top of it and they about to have the <laughs> yeah. shark in the boat with them. <laughs> it's a bad time. <laughs> there is not much boat left at this point.
0: Yeah, the boat is getting tore up.
1: Yeah. Uh, the shark flops onto the back of the boat and starts going yom, yum yom, 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 just chomping away. And Quint slides towards it and ends up in its mouth. <laughs> Where it eats him.
0: Bye, Quint. Bye, Quint. Just chomps down on him.
1: Yep. He's drinking in heaven now. <laughs> Trying to convince angels to climb up the pole of the boat. The mast. <laughs> <laughs> pole of the boat. Pole of... I couldn't remember the word. <laughs> I'm, I'm the very boat. tired. The boat pole. The boat pole. <laughs> I'm not a boatsman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Okay. Yeah, Brody uh, is now alone on the sinking orca. He retreats to the cabin, and the uh, shark just busts through the window like the fucking Kool-Aid man. <laughs> <laughs> and Brody nails it in the gob with the pressurized tank. Yeah, he just tosses it in there. <laughs> Which is very funny. He's just like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> right in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. uh, it chases Brody up the mast. There you go. And he begins jabbing at it with a spear. And then uh, shoots the tank with a rifle, causing the shark to explode violently. Yep, yeah, and you get the you get your amazing one liner. Smile, you son of a ah! Cooper resurfaces, and the two paddle to shore on the remains of the Orca.
0: Yay! Happy ending.
1: Sort sort of. I mean, many people have died.
0: Not as many as you might think, though. I mean, the kid's pretty tragic. The the woman and
1: uh, let's see, we got Chrissy, we got the kid, we've got the dude on the boat, got Quint, the dude who died off screen on the boat. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, and then yeah. the uh... the dog. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the dog.
1: So, Shark has a body count of six in this six,
0: movie? Six, yeah. Which is, like I don't know. Looking, thinking about this movie, you always think of a higher body count.
1: Right, right. A... Well, you think of later shark movies where it's like, oh, God, the sharks are eating everyone. Yeah. And it's like, no, this shark is just making a menace of itself, man. Yeah. Fuck this, fuck this shark in particular, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sh- yeah, fuck this, ro- this malfunctioning robotic shark.
1: Yeah. Real sharks are okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if that was, like, the twist of the movie is that this was a robotic shark (laughs) that had gotten loose in the water, I mean... (laughs) (coughs) I think that's been an asylum movie. I I would not doubt it. Like, let's face it, that is the legacy of Jaws, is the 8 billion asylum shark movies. Yeah. Two-headed, three-headed, four-headed shark attack, the Sharknado movies, Land Sharks, Sand Sharks... Sharktopus. Sharktopus, um, Prehistoric Shark Attack, Ghost Ghost shark. Shark... That is the legacy of Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> More than anything else. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that is Jaws. That was a Jaws. It's a damn good movie.
0: It is a very good movie.
1: Like, we've watched some bangers lately. We have. Like, ever we since have. ever since we inflicted Rogue upon ourselves. Rogue wasn't great, but,
0: but we, yeah, we've, no, had some, we've had some good we ones. We've had some upswings since so then. I've liked it. We're due for a bad one.
1: Oh, fuck you. What are you doing <laughs> to me?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Let's... Let's crunch. Let's crunch. <laughs> So welcome back. Uh, we're now gonna crunch us up a shark. Yeah. Despite the fact that
1: none of y'all have paid me that ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of went with what you did with Rogue for this one because there is already a giant shark in in raw D D. Sure, sure. But like most of the, it's big monster, or it's big creatures. It's just not very interesting to fight. Sure. So I tried to spice it up a little bit. I don't think I, I could have done a little bit more, but I want to save some, some zest for the the kibbles. And that, and there's a lot of other
0: sharks that we're going to be able to, we're probably going to be doing. Exactly. There are so many sharks. Don't blow your wad on. I will not
1: blow my shark load.
0: Okay. That's good.
1: All over the place. Anyway, we have the even greater white shark.
0: (laughs) Okay. Pissing contest. All right. Yeah. Take (laughs) that giant
1: shark. Uh, Huge beast on a line. Shark has no alliance uh Armor class of 14. Hit points uh, average of 161, which is 14, D12, plus 70. Okay. Uh, speed zero feet, because... Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't... This is not a land shark.
0: <laughs> it's not a shark that walks upon land. No, no, no. That's later. Uh,
1: swim speed of 50 feet. Sure. As for our stats, we got a plus six in strength, uh, plus one in dex, plus five in constitution, minus four to intelligence, plus zero to wisdom, and minus three to charisma. The stats are buffed a little bit from the average giant shark. He's a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, a little bit smarter. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think the uh, giant shark has an intelligence of one. Wow. Yeah. They're dumb as <laughs> shit, apparently. <laughs>
0: apparently. Wow. Wizards, that's how you
1: really feel. <laughs> yeah. Wizards does not like sharks. Um, for, we just have skills of perception of plus three. Uh, Blind sight of 60 feet, passive perception of 13, does not speak any languages, challenge rating of 7. So, tougher shark. Yeah, okay. Uh, for our attributes, he's got blood frenzy, just like regular shark. Uh, advantage on melee attacks against creatures that don't have all their hit points.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a shark trait.
1: Uh, water breathing. That's good. So, it, it can only breathe underwater. Uh huh. And then the two things I added to it to make it a little bit better than a regular shark. Uh, rampage. When the shark reduces a creature to zero hit points with a melee attack on its turn, the shark can take a bonus action to move up to half its speed and make a bite attack.
0: Okay, so it just, keep, yeah, it just right. keeps
1: on going. Yeah, yeah. And then it is a siege monster.
0: Okay, sure. Uh, fuck does, your boat.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck your boat. Take Does double damage to objects and structures. Sure. Siege monster is a great ability to give to creatures that just wreck stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a... Um...
1: It makes sense. Yeah, it's one of those things where I don't know how often that's actually going to come into play. That really depends on the DM. Right, but it just does enhance the fact that this is a creature that just wrecks shop. Right, right. Okay, and now we go down to our actions. Uh, Shark has multi-attack, makes two bite attacks, or one bite and one thrash attack. Alright. For bite, uh, melee weapon attack, plus nine to hit, reach five feet, one target. Hit, uh, 22 piercing damage and the target is grappled if it is medium or smaller. The shark can have one creature grappled at a time and can't use this bite attack if it has a creature grappled. That makes sense. And then we have the thrash attack. Uh, Melee weapon attack, plus nine to hit, reach five feet, one target. On a hit, uh, 15 average piercing damage and 15 average bludgeoning damage. Oh. The shark can only use this attack on a creature it has grappled. Okay. So it takes a bite out of someone and then just thrashes them around, and beats the shit out of them. I like it, Chris. Okay. I think you did a good job. Yep. <laughs> for, I mean, I know you don't have a whole lot here. No, it's it's just a basic big shark. Yeah. I think it's a better big shark than the big shark that's in the book. I agree. I absolutely agree.
0: Um, and that's that's functional. That's serviceable.
1: Mm-hmm. So. And if you want to see me do some really funky stuff with a shark, uh, you're going to want to join the Patreon. <laughs> Check out the recruiter kib- Kibbles? Yeah. Okay, I'm excited for that, so...
0: So yeah, that's when you're probably going to go buck wild. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go nuts with the shark. Alrighty, well, um, I guess that's it. Uh, thank you so much. Next time...
1: Yeah, what um, are we watching, Matt? Because well, I don't know.
0: Uh, it's one that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Okay. Um, um, I want to cover uh, life Okay. with <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan yeah. Reynolds and... Yeah, like that. <laughs> this
1: is the one that keeps almost happening. Yeah,
0: I've, I've, I've said that we're going to do this one like three or four times, and then something, another movie always inevitably crops up, and like, uh-huh. no, and this would be better for the timing, or whatever. Right, so, right.
1: So we're, I mean, we're finally it is, doing it. It is kind of fitting, considering this is going to be the last episode of our first year of podcasting.
0: It is. It is. Uh, that's insane. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're going to round out our last year, and we're going to go back up into space. Yay, space!
1: <laughs> the only place untouched by capitalism.
0: So uh, with that, uh, thank you so much again for listening. We really do appreciate it. Yep. Um, yeah. Check us out. Uh, check our Patreon out if you want to get a little bit more and see some if, w- if you, wet and
1: wild shark action. Yeah, and if you want to get like the bulk of stuff that we've done, it's on the, <laughs> it's Patreon. On the Patreon. We have done a ton of just wet and wild shit over there we've done some cool stuff
0: I, i've been pretty happy with our patreon um episodes uh not to mention you get early access to our uh comics crunch episodes yep. which are phenomenal if i do say so i'm myself. having fun with those yeah no those are those are a ton of fun um so you get those at, at least a full month early uh and if, and we're always open for more suggestions on the patreon uh yeah we, we'd appreciate that a lot uh if you want any of our stat blocks, there's a descript, uh, link in the description. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, you can find them on our Twitter and on D&D Beyond and a whole slew of other places. Uh, I, I think they're pretty accessible at this point. At yeah. least the mainstay episode ones. I'd really like to start getting the some of the Kibbles episodes up mm-hmm. in stat block form just because then they're out there and not yeah. just for us, but whatever. Um, and with that uh, you can also reach out to us individually uh, Chris where can they yell at you
1: well as ever they can find me on twitter at the library C that's C-E-E I'm still painting miniatures I just did Ben Grimm the thing it looks so cool
0: you did a really good job with him um, And that you can pain in the ass too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can find me on twitter I am of course at Danny underscore hamstake. Uh, I retweet a lot I retweet a lot of Godzilla stuff and yell at corporations. Yes, you do. Good night. <laughs>